That's right, folks. We're already at chapter six of the Deep Fried Bets podcast. Welcome all. Welcome all. Hope you're enjoying your uh, your week. About to be in chapter or week six of the college football season, week five of the NFL season already. Uh, we're switching up on you a little bit this week. We've got a new voice coming at you this week and the same old familiar boomer. Uh, we keep bringing him back for some reason. We're not sure why. You have any idea why you keep getting the invite back, Boomer? Yeah, of course, because I make the people money, dude. Not much. Hey, look, if you're picking the right games that I'm giving, you're making a shit ton of money. Okay. You you just got to know which one to go with. All right. Well, on that note, this week we're uh, bringing a special guest. We have a real-life economist, ladies and gentlemen. James the Economist is joining us this week for the Deep Fried Podcast. James, welcome. Good evening, Blake. I'm very glad to be here. I've been a... You know, long-time listener, first-time participant. Pretty excited about okay. things. Yeah, this is not like Feinbaum. Not anybody gets to call in. It's not a first-time, long-time thing. It's uh, it's a privilege to got, get on We this. got James from Walnut Grove. James from Walnut Grove <laughs> calling in this evening. All right. So, uh, James, being the economist that he is, came with charts, graphs, spreadsheets, and everything ready to rock everybody's world tonight. So, I hope you all are ready for some... Some high-priced and high-class winners. Yeah, I, I really hope that the, the fine the fine listeners of Deep Fried Bets appreciate my charts and graphs that they listen to. Okay. Shit, yeah. ain't nobody want to see your charts and graphs. Jesus Christ. Jesus would like to see his charts and graphs, actually, because Jesus likes to make money, too. He does. No, Jesus was telling me he looked at the uh, charts earlier this week and said they weren't worth shit. Oh, damn, man. We're trying to boost positive morale around here. What's going James on? James down there showing him at the local quick stop, and uh, and Jose didn't uh, didn't seem to like him too well. At least he called me a couple hours ago about him. Okay, so did he give you any picks while you're on the phone? Yeah, yeah, they're soccer picks though. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, let's just go ahead and get into last week. Kind of a recap. I mean, I feel like we start this thing off every week by me telling you the same thing. That I gave you winners and I won you more money last week. 11, 5, and 1, bringing my season total to 47, 29, and 5. That's a 62% winning percentage. That's insane, folks. <laughs> like, I'm not, I don't like to toot my own horn. I do like to toot my own horn because it's a fun horn to toot. But uh, that's insane. Like, you don't find that. You don't find professionals that make you that. And I'm giving you this service for free. All you got to do is listen. Boomer yeah, up. ladies and gentlemen, he is paying somebody in Las Vegas to give him those picks. So actually, no, they're actually paying me, or they should be. Uh, <laughs> Boomer, you, you go a uh, nice weekend as well, 10-6-1, and 41-37-4, I'm sorry, on the season. Uh, P, whew, man, 5-11-1 last week. P, P is no longer with us. Yeah, P, I mean, he, he might come back for some guest appearances. But we're gonna have to just relegate him to hot takes only at this point. He was about like the Miami Dolphins last weekend. Pretty much his ass was on a chopping block, and unfortunately they didn't cover, so he didn't cover. Oh, fair enough. He, he was he was the practice squad to your Ryan Tannehill. Oh man. I think that's what it was. Yeah. I, who does that make me, Tom Brady? Handing out paychecks. <laughs> All right, and the Collier coming in, same record as P, rough, 511. <laughs> hey, nobody want that, man. No. First, the first time Collier's ever been 511. Yeah, that's the first time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. But yeah, no, we'll, we'll give Collier another chance. You, you, you haven't lost that. He, that kid brings some good insight, so we'll, we'll have him back. No worries. But for this week, like I said, we have James the Economist. And we're going to get first. First thing, folks, we're we're gonna start you off with a pick, but it's not gonna be any kind of pick. We're not going to the vault first. We're not going to the Stone Cold Steve Austin lock of the week, but we America's will. America's game. We will be. We're going to America's game. The World Series starts up. Well, the World Series doesn't. The baseball players have actually already started. The Yankees are out, so everybody was a winner last night. Because the Yankees are no longer part of the playoffs. Houston Astros, right now the Cubs and the Pirates are uh, going going at it. That game will probably be over by the time we get this up and recorded. So uh, let's just go ahead and get into it. James Bashirs, who is your World Series champion this year? You know, I went back and forth on it. Uh, I tend to go with franchises when it comes to uh, MLB picks and playoff picks, but this year i got to go with who I, think is, who I think is absolutely the best team right now. You know, you're hot at the right time, and I, I got the Jays. I got the Jays taking home 
the fanciest trophy in all of sports. Yeah, it is nice now that that Crystal Trophy is retired from the National Championship of Football. So you're going with Canada's team to win America's I game. Am Canada's team. It's Canada's pastime. Yeah, oh, it's Canada's pastime too. Eh, okay. Well, maple syrup on that trophy come uh, early November. Boomer, who do you like to win the World Series? Well, I don't like those Jays up north. They should stay on their side of the fence and not come down here no more. I am going with the Cardinals, America's real team, even though I hate the Cardinals with a passion because they always knock the Braves out because the Braves suck every year. But I think they've got the talent with them. They're probably going to win. Everybody, everybody knows that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate to say it, but I actually went with the Cardinals as well. I did that preseason, though. You can go and find that information on Deep Fried Bets. I picked the Cardinals to win. Beginning of the season, so I'm getting it plus 550 right now. I'm going to take the Cardinals at those odds. I like that a lot. Bet actually this morning, $15 to win 82 on the Cardinals winning the World Series. So that's who I'm giving you, James. You also uh, came in with some M- M- MVP picks as well. Yeah, I picked I picked the whole shebang for the World Series. Uh, I got... I do have the cards in the series, and I actually flopped this pick late in the day today. I, I had them winning the whole thing until I you know, started looking through, and you know, being the the analytical guy I am right now, the, the Jays' performance over the last two or three months has just been pretty incredible. So I got the Jays beating the Cardinals in seven games with your MVP, none other, not Barner Josh, what's his name? Donaldson. Josh Donaldson. I can't remember his name. <laughs> God bless him. Yes, God. He, he needs all the God he can get. He's got um, nothing in my family. I got MVP Ben Revere. Oh, man. Okay. I didn't even know Ben Revere played. No, he didn't. He traded over from the Phillies. Hey, I thought uh, old Ben Revere was that uh, Colonia fellow that uh, back in the day. He, hang, he hangs lanterns and such. Yeah, no, that's Ben Franklin, Matthew. And Paul Revere is a good buddy. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. All right. So, that's our baseball takes. Again, if you want to read more from preseason predictions, we got uh, the, uh, the full deep-fried baseball uh, write-down on the uh, website. But let's get to what everybody really came here for. I mean, I love baseball. It's great. But it's football season, folks. And we live in the great state of Alabama. And, and one of us lives in Georgia. But he's from Alabama, so we'll give him credit on that. But first, before we get into the last week's picks, remember, let's just recap our last weekend. We both did pretty well, but who was your worst loss of the weekend? Who was your bad beat of the weekend? Oh, it completely ruined my Sunday. I had a parlay with uh, the Eagles to cap it off, and who would have thought old uh, old Kirk Cousins drive the team down the field and... Uh, win the final six of the game. Had, had the Eagles money line in that parlay. Well, as my good friend Thomas Eichschott used to always tell me, parlay is German for full. So that's why I don't take those. But I, too, had the Eagles. That was my bad beat of the weekend. 24 seconds left. The Redskins take the I know that Vegas, you know, that was a sucker bet, whatever. The Eagles were in control of that game. They probably should have won the thing. But I think we got screwed there. Eagles lost. So that was our bad beat of the weekend. Now let's get to some more football. We're going to go straight in to this week's social media game of the week. And when I say game, folks, I don't mean just one. We got two games this week, social media. Our first one comes from longtime reader and listener of the Deep Fried Bets, John Sloan. John Sloan wants to know who's going to win or who is going to uh is it going to be over or under in the Massachusetts Bowling Green State game? That line is currently at 78.5 for the over-under. James, who are you liking that one? I'm telling you, I've, I've got Bowling Green. I've got, I got the Fighting Falcons uh, lighting up the scoreboard, taking us taking us to the over. Okay. They're, gonna, they're a 13-point favorite. i got to win in about 49-30 to 30 after running my various statistical models. So I've got to come right in at the over at 79, beating that 78 and a half. Boom. Straight economics. Riding the arm of Matt Johnson to victory. Oh, how do you like that? Straight economics right there. 79, beating the over by .5. Boomer, who's you taking this? Well, I'm taking the under for sure. I think that the the Minutemen haven't really showed the firepower so far this year a whole lot. I think Marquise Young is going to be definitely – uh, corralled along with uh, Jamal Wilson. You know, Bowling Green, they put up a lot of points on uh, on Tennessee, who I thought going into the season was going to be fantastic. But they 
they haven't really done a whole whole lot, but you know, Bowling Green's going to win the game. I think it's going to. I think it's going to definitely be under that seventy nine though. Well, I uh, too took the under, and I'm not going to get into it like y'all did. I didn't really put enough research into Bowling Green versus UMass, and seventy nine is a shit ton of points. So I'm going to take the under in that. I mean, Matt Johnson's a hell of a quarterback. He's got you know a little under 2,100 yards on the year. I mean, he's awesome, but, you know, I don't think he can do it by himself. You can't overlook the fact that it's going to rain in Bowling Green all day Friday and through the night, but it's going to dry up for the game on Saturday, so they're going to find a wet field but not wet balls. Oh, um, don't ever want wet balls. But you got to look out for us. I mean, a slick track for those DBs. Uh, and I, I, got, I got lots of points going up on the board. Okay, I like it. Lots of points in Bowling Green on Saturday. Now, let's get to our second game of the week, social media. This one's a Friday night thriller, folks. We're coming in from Jake Reeves. Jake Reeves is sending us the Albertville Aggies versus the Arab High School Knights. They could be something else now. I don't know what they are. I know Albertville's still the Aggies. Jay came in with his home line bet, homemade line at this, at minus 10 Albertville at home. And I'll tell you what, I did some research on this game. Albertville has been reeling a little bit. And I know it's my alma mater, but I don't really give a shit about Albertville High School football. And they've been reeling a little bit, so I'm going to be taking the A-Rad Knights uh, plus the 10 points on the road Friday night to keep it within the number. Boomer? So where did that uh, spread come from? Because I didn't see it on the uh, MGM Grand website. No, the MGM Grand did not have that. Uh, that was uh, from Jake Reeves' own personal uh, laboratory. All right, in that case, give me a rap. Oh. I can't believe you guys are going to come in here like that, throwing your hometown under the bus. You're going to leave it to me to actually have a little bit of faith in the eggs. You know, the Albert Bull, they got Tyler Collins toting the rock. They got Braden Countryman, who's on my all-name team, and he's backed up by Victor Speedy Gonzalez. It, that's going to be a boat race, y'all. I mean, I'd be surprised if the Arabian Knights can, can hold out a to less than, I don't know, 60 points. Oh, shit. I think, I think we're probably looking at about a 65 to 20 victory. Damn. I, I really think that you're going to see somebody lighten it up, and that somebody, it's going to be Albertville. I don't think anybody scored that much at Albertville since Boomer was playing basketball. <laughs> I'll get up from downtown. I'm seeing a uh, I'm seeing a 28-24 out of a win. Okay, uh, I, I'm going 21. Those kickers will shake you this year. <laughs> okay, 21-17 Albertville. All right, so we got that out of the way. That was fun. Keep those coming at us, folks. Facebook, Twitter. Hell, if you want to go to Instagram, however you want to do it, I'll get it. It'll get to me. Get us your social media games of the week. But now let's get to. What we really came here for, the vault. And that's everyone's five favorite picks of the weekend. Now, this can be college. These can be pros. Hell, if you want, they could be baseball games tomorrow night. But we'll start this off with our economist of the crowd, James Bashirs. James, who are your five favorite picks of this weekend? All right, I'll try to keep this brief. we got my, my five vault picks. I'll tell you, I feel very good about these. Game number one, Baylor at Kansas on Saturday. Baylor 44-point favorites. I don't care if they're laying 55. Baylor's going to light up this thing. Baylor's going to score 60 points, and Kansas probably won't score. 44 is a scary number, but not for me. I got Baylor covering that. Okay. Um, secondly, I got Middle Tennessee State at Eastern Kentucky with an EKU laying 7.5. I, I got I to take a Middle Tennessee on this. You know, Brent Stock still's got a – Pretty explosive offense that they're leading. I think this game's going to be pretty close um, and maybe end up even going to overtime, in which case, you know, it's going to be within eight and a half points. So I got, I got MTSU in that one. Plus eight and a half. Plus there. eight and a half, yes. Uh, third game, going to be ugly, folks. Yeah, Washington State at Oregon and the over under of 70. I am taking that over eight days a week. Oh, man. Mike Leach versus Oregon. I go ahead and tell you, I got, I got a catch fresh this game, Blake. It's. This is going to be sad football and not sad football because there ain't no D. Oh, I, go ahead and let you know I like this, it. This is going to be points, 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 and uh, it's it's going to it's going to really have some of the old school folks rolling in their graves. A little Saturday night football, if you know like what I'm that. getting at. All right, so what's that over under on last time? Seventy. 
70, folks. Take the over there. Okay. Uh, fourth game, I got Saints at Eagles with the Eagles laying four and a half. Saints taking it, man. Yeah. Saints and Eagles four and a half. Yeah, yeah I like that a lot. Kudat's got Breeze back. I don't think the Eagles are great on their defensive front, and the Saints are going to grind out a win, try to control the pace of the game. You might have another, another instance where you see DeMarco Murray have 10 carries for negative yards. Uh, so I got the Saints covering that game. Speaking of, the hell happened to that guy? Uh, as somebody who took him in the, in the first round, I don't not behind a beastly sure. offensive line this year. All right, so finish this off with your fifth here. Fifth one, I'm telling you, this is this is the real winner of the deal. I got Astros at Royals in Game Two on Friday. I'm taking the Royals money line for one reason, one reason only. You got Johnny Cueto versus Undecided. Undecided <laughs> does not stand a chance. I got Johnny all day. Give me them Royals and the fighting George Brett. Is Undecided lefty or righty? Do we know yet? I think he switched. Oh, switch pitcher. Switch okay, pitching. one of those weirdos. He's switching. All right, I like that. Royals. All right, Boomer, so we got some pretty five side to compete with there. Who do you like in yours? Well, first of all, this is not baseball season. It's football season, so I'm going to give you only football picks to make you win some money and enjoy it while you do. Well, give me with those stats for my power vault last week. Give me with those stats. You want your stats for your power vault last week? I'll <laughs> tell you what, Boomer. <laughs> right now. You went 4-1 in your vault. 1-0 to Stone Cold Steve Austin like of the week. But you know who else had those same exact numbers? Who was it? I did. Oh. Okay. But they're good numbers. I had Pete. 80% right there. All right. Coming in hot. No explanation. Syracuse plus four versus South Florida. Take I don't know. Pitch. Take it. SMU. Houston. Over 74. Houston's my team. I'm riding them all now. Take it. Ball State. Plus 10 versus Northern Illinois. Whatever. They'll probably cover that money line. Redskins, plus eight. It's going to go up to nine versus the Falcons. Wait for it and take it. And then coming in hot at the end, the Raiders against the Broncos. Right now at five, public's probably going to make that five and a half. Take the Raiders. I wouldn't be shocked if that game got to seven. The way the public loves Peyton Manning. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like right. too. He's got a place in my heart forever. Solid pick. So let's run through those one more time. Syracuse plus four against South Florida. Still don't understand that line. SMU Houston over the seventy four. Is that correct? Yep. Ball State plus ten. Who's Ball State playing? Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois. I like it. Redskins plus eight. And finally, the Raiders plus five on the road in Denver. Is that correct? I believe so. Okay. That's that's tough. That'll get bad up to seven. No doubt about it. So there you go. There's Boomer's vault. That was pretty good. Two pretty decent vaults for you this weekend. I, I mean, I can see a couple maybe three and twos. Uh, somebody might get lucky, go four and one. But let me tell you something. What I'm about to tell you, even the, econo- the economist over here, uh, you know, trying hey, to say Hey, don't stumble over those words, economic, man. Economist over here is what He's I'm trying to get assist. at. The economists over here won't even be able to explain how valuable what I'm about to give you is. 10-0 through five games. That's what I'm giving you. That's how good these damn picks are. You're going to want to bet the same game twice. So first off, we're going to start Oklahoma State plus seven. 21st ranked team in the country on the road at West Virginia, who is unranked. Oklahoma State is getting seven points. I'm taking those seven points. Oklahoma State plus seven on the road. Next, we have the Philadelphia Eagles. I know that James took the Saints over here, plus four and a half. He did. I'm not taking the Saints, plus four and a half. So we got our first head-to-head matchup of the week. I'm taking the Eagles, minus four and a half. I think they're going to break out of the slump a little bit. Drew Brees' shoulder is still not where it should be. He can't throw the ball as long as he wants to. Brings that offense back a little bit. So I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles, minus four and a hook at home. Next, we're going Maction. Eastern Michigan, plus eight, against the fighting fat-ass Terry Bowden's, the Akron. No, it was, yeah, Zips. he's Akron Zips, that's right. That's what you're betting on, Blake. I know what I'm betting on. I just, you know, I, I didn't know if they were still that because Terry Bowden probably ate the mascot. <laughs> so I'm taking Eastern Michigan, plus eight. Next, San Diego State, plus two in the hook. Against Hawaii. Why the fuck anyone is an underdog to Hawaii, I don't understand. I don't care who it is. 
The aforementioned Albertville High School Aggies could be playing Hawaii, and they shouldn't be underdogs to them. I don't care where this game's being played. Give me San Diego State plus two in the hook on the road at Hawaii. I think, that, I think that's San Diego. San Diego. A Wells vagina is, uh, is what that's better known for. It's German. German. German San Diego. Take Wells vagina State plus two and a half at Hawaii. Finally, let's lock it up. Defending national champions, get the fuck out of here. Plus 33, Maryland. Give me that all day long. They don't know who their quarterback is. Uh, they got two pretty good ones, but they can't figure out. I don't know what the hell Cardell's doing up there. Uh, he hadn't played well, but obviously JT's not playing well enough in practice to do anything about it. So I'm taking Maryland plus 33 and 11 a.m. kickoff against Ohio State, and that's Love my that. vault. Love that pick. Yeah, Maryland got their shit pushed in last weekend, and it's going to happen to them two weekends in a row. Did you see Ohio State almost lose to Indiana last week? I, I don't think Ohio State is better than Michigan right now. No. Ohio State's like not going to let this one stay close. They will. They'll let it stay close, man. They're not – this is the ultimate look ahead. I mean, I don't even know who they play. They're they're already concentrating on Michigan State. Like, it wouldn't surprise me at all if you went to their practices and they're just running straight Michigan State scout team plays. Like, or their scout team is. I, I don't. I'm not ready to buy into Ohio State yet. I still think they'll end up in the playoff because they got way too much damn talent not to be there. But I don't think they're covering this weekend. So that's it. That's a good vault. We got a lot of winners. A lot of money-making opportunities going on there, folks. But I tell you, I think everybody knows what time it is. It's everybody's favorite time of the week. It's almost game time. It's even better than game time, though. Let's get to it. That's right, folks. How you doing? Oh, we're doing good because it's time. For the Stone Cold Steve Austin Locks of the Week. week. How many locks we getting this week? Three. That's right. Three. More locks from James, Blake, and Boomer. Boomer, got a question. Are you having a good day? Hell yeah. Well, I want you to let everybody here have a much better day and tell us who your Stone Cold Steve Austin Lock of the Week is. Tennessee Titans, plus three, going to go up to three and a half before game time. Marcus Mariota going to be airing it out all over that Rex Ryan defense. Damn. Two in a row against your, the Bills. Oh, yeah. How did it work out last time? It worked out quite all right. That's what's going to happen. Okay. All right. We'll go with it. James, quick question for you. You're going to ask me a bunch of questions? Is that what you're going to do? I won't ask no questions. Don't tell me no lies. I'll tell you what I'm gonna do right now. Uh-oh. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna go on schedule, but it's a game that I love so much. I had to make it my lock. I could not avoid it. You can ask Blake. I even charted this. It did. It's the most glorious chart I've ever seen. Y'all, I don't. I know that it's a rivalry game. I know that you can throw the records out the proverbial window. I think that's horseshit. Oklahoma minus 17 versus Texas is a joke. I made a graph. Does Bob Stoops hate Texas? And turns out it's 100% yes. It's actually 10,000% yes. Anything he can do to make them look bad, he's going to make them look bad, and Texas is a terrible, terrible football team. Oklahoma minus 17, free money. They'll win this game by 30. Do you understand me? That's right. Minus 17, Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl. I like it. I like it a lot. Those are two solid locks. The Titans plus three. Against the Buffalo football Bills, the Oklahoma Sooners minus 17 in the Red River shootout. But that don't come close to the lock I'm giving you. Somebody's already given us this pick tonight. So somebody's been doing their homework. We got a smart pick. Boomer actually uh, was the one that gave it to us. But he gave it to us at a little uh, inflated value. And I'm giving it to you at the real value. I'm, oh, yeah? I'm giving you the Syracuse Orange, man, or the Orange, whatever they are this week. That's sexist, boy. Plus two and a half. Versus South Florida. The well, it sounds like that line has already started moving in the past 15 minutes since I gave that pick out. It is not. It, uh, it was a two and a half today. I don't know where you got four at, but uh, I like two and a half. I like four. Hell, I like anything. You go minus two and a half, minus four, and I'm taking Syracuse. They're going to beat the dog shit out of South Florida. Willie Taggart is a terrible fucking football coach, and his terrible fucking football team is going to get their ass beat by Syracuse this week. And let me tell you something, folks. Let me tell you something. 
And that's the bottom line, Gaston Cole said so. That's right. Locking it in again. We're about to have a lot more locks of the week that are going to hit this week. Stone Cold, he gave them to you, and that's all you need to know because. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. I, I, can, I can smell what Stone Cold is cooking. Hey, now, now you're going to have to get out of here. You're going to have to get out of here with that. So there we go. There's everyone Stone Cold, Steve Austin, likes of the week. Now let's get to some scheduled college football games for this weekend. Uh, if we're being honest, shitty schedule this weekend. Pretty week long. Oh, I agree. I mean, I'm glad I'm going to the Alabama game because there's not much I'm going to be missing. And uh, I'm missing a whole lot. To be honest, to be, I mean, let's just sit there and imagine how shitty this is. There are two, there are 20, every year or every week, the AP and the USA Today and ESPN, everybody else in fucking America, ranks 25 best teams. Every week there are. 50 football games, at least, of Division One teams. We got, we got 130 teams. Yeah, so going with bye, game, bye like weeks. We have two ranked matchups this week. Two. And, and, and one, one, of, of, one of, the, of those barely qualifies. Yeah, I don't know that either of them qualifies <laughs> because the first one is Northwestern. Yeah, they got ranked, and this was not an academic cup. Plus eight against Michigan. And then California, the Golden Bears, plus seven at Utah. Jack that's Nicholas actually at Utah. That's Jack, tough. that's where that's where game day is. Let that sink in. This is usually the you know this this type of slates where they go up to North Dakota State or wherever they normally go. I guess they didn't feel like making that trek this year. They're going to Salt Lake City instead. It's a rough game. I mean, it's, Oklahoma, uh, Texas should save us on a weekend like this. But we thanks saw a what, lot, Charlie Strong. Yeah, thanks. We saw what happened last week. But that's where, uh, well, that's our first Saturday game. But we're going to start on Thursday night. Washington, plus 17 at USC. Steve Sarkeesian facing his old team at home. Crazy shit happens to USC on Thursday night games. I'm not saying crazy shit's going to happen and the fact that they're going to lose, but they sure as hell ain't covering 17 points. Um, even if it gets rough, Sark probably still has a lot of friends on that team. A lot of guys he knows back in Washington. He's not going to run up to score on. Um, I like the Washington Huskies plus 17 to keep it within the number on Thursday night. Look for that one to stay close. We might have an upset alert there. Boomer, who do you like in that? Oh, I agree 100 percent with Washington, and I think that they have a chance to win. Chris Peterson, you know, he's not some scrub from SC LSU Mud Dogs down in Louisiana. He's a damn good football coach, and they've kept it close with Boise State and Cal, both really good football teams. USC has a hard time they play to their opponents every week, and I think that I think that the spread should be probably Washington. Plus ten. Jake Browning, not a bad quarterback. Miles Gaskin, he's he's pretty good along with Dwayne Washington. They they should keep it close. I like it, James. Who's your Thursday night pick? Uh, I can't go against you guys. You've laid, laid out a lot of solid logic, and I got I got Washington too. You know, it's USC's laying seventeen points, but they have the worst coach in this matchup. Uh, I would be like like Boomer said. I think I think it should probably be about a ten point line on Thursday and USC. I didn't really handle that particularly well. I got I got the Huskies all the way on this one. Well, 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 folks. Look who just walked in the door as he runs away. Pete. He doesn't have time for us. Oh, well, we're going to see if he had any hot takes for us this week. No, we don't have time for your bad logical bets, dude. <laughs> okay, well, he can't hear you. He walked away. Just got through the soccer game. Let that one sink in, however you will. Mexico's game. Mexico. All right, so... That was a Thursday night game. We got a little Friday night lights action as well this week. On top of the Albert Valerad barn burner that is happening. Don't kick me out of the podcast and then expect me to come We're not out. kicking you out of the podcast. <laughs> we knew you had soccer. We want a hot take. Do you have anything for no us? No hot takes this week. No. Go back to doing hood rat things with your friends. All right. So let's go to our Friday night lights game, the, the college folk. NC State at Virginia Tech. This game's a pick 'em. Um. Although no one will pick to watch it. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure as hell not. I tell you what, this is uh, Virginia Tech. I think it's time. Beamer's got to go. I mean, he's built up a hell of a program there for relative to what Virginia Tech is or I mean, was. He is the program. Yeah, he is the program. I think it's time to hand over the reins because 
they're going to be lucky to make a bowl game this year. And that's going to suffer, continue to suffer Friday night when North Carolina State goes in and gets a double-digit win on the road. Give me the Wolf Pack Friday night. You must be out your goddamn mind if you think that NC State is going to roll in to Blacksburg and beat Virginia Tech in a night game. Virginia Tech, you, you forget, this is the same team that kept it close with Ohio State and had a chance to win before no, their quarterback. Their quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. Before their quarterback went out. They had him. They had him. And that quarterback Brewer, that went out is not Michael playing. Brewer, he is probable for this weekend. Well, he's coming off a separated shoulder. I'm good. I'll pass on the probable quarterback coming off a separated shoulder. Give me Virginia Tech and Black, Blacksburg, uh, Inner Sandman. That place gets dirty at night. They are going to roll over NC State. Who, who in the hell has NC State played besides Elon and Sintel? They got, hey, man, they got Jacoby Brisket. Is well, God bless yeah, Jacoby Brisket because he's going to need it before he gets hurt uh, this weekend. Brisket. All right, so then we got one on each. James? Uh, I'll break the tie on this one. I, I got to go with, with the CUDA on this. Vitek is not a good football team, though they have a special place in my heart, and I'm related to several of the of the alumni. Um, Vitek's not a good team. North Carolina State is a slightly less bad team, and I got Jacoby Brisket being the difference in this game. I got I got the taking the Wolfpack. Arby's sandwiches for the win. All right, so that gets our uh, week weeknight degeneration out of the way. Let's get to Saturday. The aforementioned Red River rivalry shootout. I don't know what they're calling this thing now. Oklahoma minus seventeen versus Free Texas. Money. Free money, James is screaming out. James the economist, mind you. He doesn't you know, there's no such thing as a free lunch if there's anything I've learned from an economist, but he says there's one right here. Ten stoffle. This game happens to be at lunch. So there's your free lunch right here. I'm rolling with the economist on this, Oklahoma minus seventeen. James, I don't even think we have to go to you on this. Like we I know. said, this is, this is my lock of the week, and you can call Texas an elementary student because they get in Mayfield all day. Oh, man. That's good stuff right there. Cold takes. Oh. <laughs> I hear you on that Baker Mayfield. Some of a bitch is a damn, uh, damn legend out there already, just making plays left and right. He's, he's an All-American, in my opinion. And if this game is being – if the Red River rivalry is being played at lunchtime, that means that somebody's getting blown the fuck out and that somebody's going to be Texas. Their players have completely given up. Hopefully Charlie Strong's out at the end of the year. I, I pray for him. He, he'll go find a better job somewhere else like in Central Florida or something where he can just kind of hang out like he did at Louisville, not really have any expectations. But, yeah, I take – give me Oklahoma. So that that fair is going to be serving up some deep fried Longhorn around three p.m. Yeah. on Saturday. That's going that's going to be a, that's going to be a bloodbath, friends. Yeah, I mean, get your deep fried vets, then your deep fried Longhorn. Wash it down with a deep fried Pepsi. There we go. They got it all for you. All right, so let's get to the first aforementioned ranked matchup of the week. Northwestern. It's a very very loose term. Yeah, I'm not. You know, <laughs> Northwestern plus eight at Michigan. Boomer, who you like here? Uh, I mean, I guess I got to go with Michigan. That's a lot of points. I would have been more comfortable if it was six points, but it's at eight now. Yep. Well, gambling was not made to make you feel comfortable, Bimmer. Oh, I know, I know. But usually whenever I do gamble, I feel 100% on my picks. I, I think that... I think that Jim Harbaugh will have will have the team ready. They won't be overlooking in the game next week against Michigan State. I, I think that Northwestern had a couple of good games at the beginning of the season, but uh, Jim Harbaugh's just got all those guys on the right track. He's got their mindset right. You know, he's going to tell them. He's going to say, "Look, if we lose this one, the next weekend doesn't mean shit." So I think they're going to be fully motivated to win this one. All right, James. I tell you. My, my pick in this one is solely a function of the number of points. Michigan, you know, laying eight points, that's that's so many in this scenario because somebody's winning this game three to nothing. This this is two terrible offensive football teams. So get, give me Northwestern eight days a week here. I, I don't see any way Michigan covers it. Yeah, I think my favorite things on college football Saturdays are points. So I'm going to take those points and go with Northwestern. <laughs> I don't think it'll be quite as bad as three to nothing, but something like nineteen sixteen, some weird unorthodox defensive minded game score. 
Uh, Northwestern stays within the number. I think Michigan will probably win the game, but maybe by a field goal. Don't watch. Not going to be fun to watch. Um, I, think, I think our over-under is 35. It is. Yep. Last week we had the highest over-under in 10 years in that uh, Baylor-TCU game, and this one's one of the lowest in quite some time at 35. So uh, not going to be fun. Find something else to do. Give me and I would take the under on that 35 for sure. Yeah, I like Northwestern as well. So there we go with that. First ranked matchup out of the way. Something here, let's get a one that uh, a lot of people thought was going to be a ranked matchup, especially at the beginning of the season. And then after last week, Georgia, they just kind of took themselves out of the equation. But uh, let's, let's talk about Georgia minus three at Tennessee. Um, this game, Tennessee, man. Saw a stat the other day. There are, I think there are six teams in the country who have had a 13-point lead in every single game. Tennessee is 2-3, and three, the other five are 20-0. and 0. So let that sink in. I'm not putting any fucking faith in Tennessee ever. So uh, give me Georgia, minus three. Mark Ricks, I mean, I don't know if they're going to jump these assholes in the huddle like they did us, but uh, yeah, give me, give me Georgia, minus three on the road. I, I got to go with you, Blake. I think it's uh, partially it's the body blow theory. You, anybody you can catch the week after they played Arkansas, you got to like your odds because Arkansas is going to ground and pound on them, and Georgia's going to do the exact same thing. I, Tennessee's young; they don't have the depth. I, I don't see any way they, they can stand up to the Georgia running game. Tennessee lost Pig Howard today. Uh, there's rumors that Butch Jones has lost the team, and this might this might end up getting ugly. Honestly, I think it's uh, it breaks my heart to see it too. I'll tell you what. I got I got a soft spot in my heart for Tennessee meltdowns. Don't we all? Yeah, but I, I got to take the Dwags. Boomer, I I'm going the opposite way. I think uh, I think that this was a give me. Honestly, Tennessee getting Georgia at home, demoralizing loss for Georgia. Was it not for Tennessee too? Well, you know, I mean, Tennessee is a hell of a lot better than their record shows right now. I still have a little bit of faith in Tennessee. I think that they are an okay football team. You know, Butch Jones is still trying to find that signature win, and I, I, I see it coming this weekend against a, a Mark Rick-led team that they're going to go into Tennessee. And You know, you talk about Tennessee being beaten and battered. I mean, hell, Alabama just tore that ass up last week. Damn right, wrong I mean, time, Paul. Georgia is just so one-dimensional, and they proved that last week that, you know, Nick Chubb will probably get 100 yards, but I, th- I can still see Tennessee pulling it out maybe maybe towards the end of the fourth quarter, maybe uh, 24-17. Uh, I don't know what kind of pen you've been using, but this will not be a signature win, even if Tennessee does somehow pull it off. Uh, Georgia is not very good. I mean, they're not bad, but they're not where we thought they were going to be. Uh, at the level we all thought they were going to be, but um, we uh, we disagree on this one. So let's go. Georgia's a team that's really good at one thing. Tennessee's a team that's really good at nothing. There we go. So give me the dogs. Yeah, give me the one. Tennessee's not terrible at everything. Tennessee has an okay. No, they're, run. they're not terrible. They're just not very good at anything, though. I think that's a fair Tennessee. All right, so let's go to. Uh, Yikes, I hate to say it, but what could be the SEC game of the week? Agree? Dun, dun. I mean, Florida minus six at Missouri. Is that the game of the week in the SEC this week? I think it has to be. <sighs> Yikes. All right, Florida. I, I, that was that was my loss on Saturday. Um, I went seven and one on the day. And uh, you can choose to believe me or not. Boomer was there, witnessed it happen. Uh, but I took... Ole Miss Rebels, minus seven and a half on the road, got my ass beat in that one. And didn't see it coming. I really did. I thought Ole Miss was going to go in there and handle it. I heard they had team-ridden flu, but that's typical Ole Miss. We got our ass beat. Something happened. Um, so Florida surprised me a lot last week. But this is a typical letdown situation for Florida. Is it LSU? On the road in Death Valley next weekend. I'm Paul. I'm calling for the Missouri upset right here. Give me Missouri plus six, and if you're feeling frisky, take uh, the money line. Ooh. What's your Boomer? 
I, I will never, ever have respect for Missouri. If they won 10 national titles in a row, I would till, still tell them to go fuck themselves because they still exactly. should be allowed in the SEC. Florida is going to tear that ass up this weekend. I, I think six is a super low number. I thought this spread coming out should have been at least 10. All right. James? Not so fast, my virtual friend. I mean, I just... I don't think it's really a letdown for Florida. I think they're very aware of the situation. I just don't think Florida is as good as we think they are right now. And Missouri hasn't looked great this year, but I think Pinkle's a really good coach. Um, and it's just, if you watch what they've done the last two years, this is this is the game Missouri messes around and finds a way to at least keep it close, if not outright win. I think Florida probably does pull it out in the end, but I don't think it's about more than four points. I think Missouri covers. Florida probably will win. All right. It's two, on, two on Missouri, one on Florida. So let's get to uh, the late night game, the game day game. Utah plus, or minus seven at home versus the Cal Golden Bears. I like Cal. I do. I like Cal a lot. Uh, they were my lock in my preseason to go over five and a half wins. They're five and oh, so I'll be cashing that ticket probably next week. But they ain't gonna be catching it this week. Utah is gonna beat the hell out of them. And you know, I've seen. I, I, I'm not as high on Utah as some people are. I, hell, damn near every time I've seen, they're already you know have to give the four playoff teams all these ESPN analysts because it's what the people want to hear, not the normal people like me and you or James, but you know other people. And people, almost everyone I saw had Utah in their final four this week. I don't think they're that good, but I do think they're gonna take care of a Cal team by more than a touchdown at home. Uh, give me about a 17, maybe even a 24-point win. Uh, I like Utah to cover the seven-point spread in this one. James? I, I got to agree with you. And um, it's, I think Utah is a pretty good team. I think Booker's a really nice running back. Um, Cal's schedule so far has really been terrible. This is by far going to be their toughest test of the year so far, and I think that's going to kind of come back to bite them. They don't really know exactly what to expect. You know, and let me tell you, you also just don't stroll into Rice Eccles Stadium and walk over to victory. You know, I I think Utah wins this one, like you said, going away by 15-plus points. You know, I got to take the Utes. All right, Boomer. Well, that guy that you were talking about earlier uh, about being hard on uh, Utah, that was me. I am a huge fan of Utah. Yeah, you're Captain Utah. That, I'll give you that. I think they are the real deal. They want me some money this year. I'm going to keep on riding with them. You can have Derrick Henry. Don't want him. You can have Nick Chubb. Don't need him. Devontae Booker, son of a bitch, is a running back. He could he could be in the SEC any day of the week. I think he's right there behind Leonard Fournette as a top two running backs in the country. Okay. That's because you're insane. Yeah, that's because drugs are a hell of a drug. Um, you're also picking Houston to go to the playoff. I don't know if you're still picking them, but you're big on that. So, your uh, team's just Love Houston. On. Love Houston Cougars. Okay. Yeah, Ryan Mallett's a hell of a player. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the I next thought place for Houston Texans. Yeah, he was being a smart ass. You ever heard of that? You're, you're quite good at it yourself. All right, <laughs> so let's get to the NFL. Uh, let's just run through some of these games again. Not a great slate in the NFL either this weekend. Uh, if, if, you, if you got honeydew things, uh, honeydew list to take care of this weekend, you know, the wife's been wanting to get away for the weekend, this might be your best chance till January because – Sitting our best weekend for football. I'm personally going to be watching it and taking care of it, but you know, I don't, you know, I'm not going out on any weekend retreats. I did that last week. I didn't have red zone. This might be a week that I was, yeah, otherwise occupied. Fair enough. I like. Uh, that. Personally, I'll be hiking this weekend. So no, yeah, my ass, you'll be hiking, Boomer. Hiking from the couch to the beer to get another fridge. Wow! <laughs> Whoa! Wow. wow! Couch to the fridge to get another beer. Good job, Blake. All right. Is that where you keep liquor in the fridge? No. I have a bar for that, like all normal human beings. Colts, minus one and a half. This actually has jumped three points. Three points today. To Texans, minus one and a half. That's the official line we saw right before we jumped on this podcast. So that's what we're going to roll with. The Texans, minus one and a half at home against the Colts. I guess there's some fear Andrew Luck won't play in this one. 
And Matt Hasselback actually probably will not play either. So they brought back in Josh Johnson, and he might have to get the start. I'm going to take the chance that Andrew Luck plays in this one, and I'm taking the Colts plus one and a half because if he does play, they're going to win by more than that. Or they're going to win, and they're going to cover, obviously. So I like the Colts. Boomer? I think it should be a prison yard beatdown a la the Texans. Andrew Luck didn't play in this game. They had no reason to play him in this game. Yeah, he, a division game. A short week. Yeah, but it's a short week. They're going to beat their, the Texans' ass later on in the year. I, I think that you want to make sure you don't do any major rotator cuff damage and put him out there in this game. It, you know, it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think the Texans' defense can uh, fend off Matt Hasselbeck or Josh Johnson, whoever ends up playing. And Frank Gore's probable for the game. You know, all their offensive weapons are are going down like uh, flies. Give me the uh, give me the Texans. Jay, I I gotta take the Colts. I mean, it's it's gonna be an ugly game. It just is. But I, I don't have any faith in in anybody around whoever ends up with. It. I guess I guess Mallison get the start for the Texans, but I got more faith in the Colts supporting cast, even though I love the everybody I care about love love the Texans defensive pieces and places. But uh I gotta hit the Colts. I just I, I don't think that I think their defense is underrated and that they're gonna pull it out. Fair enough. All right. Let's go uh probably the game of the week, the game of the day. Uh Seattle plus three at Cincinnati. Seattle's coming off of another bullshit home win, which Let's be honest about that. Calvin Johnson don't fumble the ball, and you don't have to worry about that. I know that's super hot take guy coming there, but hold on to the damn football. And I mean, I'm glad that the Lions aren't coming out publicly bitching about that. That makes me happy because they know that they, you know, they did what they were supposed to do, and they're not in that situation. But enough hot takes out of this, uh, James. Who do you like in this? I gotta take the Seahawks. I mean, I I just don't get favoring Andy Dalton. Yeah, I don't care Seahawks how good he's been this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I just don't. I don't see. I don't see any way that Cam Chancellor doesn't hurt him. Um, which, in which case, not bringing AJ and they do pull it out for all I know. Oh. That kid's a winner. Ginger isn't. Um, but I, I got to take the Hawks. Ah, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I I agree with you. Andy Dalton should honestly never be favored in a game that I'm going to bet on. I, I think that Cam Chancellor. Uh, you remember back uh, back in week one, whenever I told you Cam Chancellor was worth uh, a point and a half? Yeah. yeah, I think he's worth about four points now. <laughs> Bastard. He has come in and solidified that defense more than anybody else thought he was going to. And uh, I got a reputable source that said that Andy Dalton ran out of his sunscreen and ointment. Uh, so... Unless it rains, he's not going to be able to go out and play uh, in the game this weekend. Well, if that's the case, then I'm definitely taking the Bengals because AJ will be out there. Oh, oh yeah, man, no tie. AJ McCann yeah. win next time, Brady. No, but in all honesty, this is my uh, NFL lock of the weekend. Seahawks plus three. They're going to win the game. Uh, I don't care about the noon start time, which is nine on the East Coast or ten, whatever um, West Coast. Words are hard for me this afternoon. Sorry, folks. I'm still taking the Seahawks plus three uh, to get the win outright on the road. So, next game, Sunday night game. Rough Sunday night game. Rough Monday night game. The Monday night game looked good on paper until a couple weeks ago, but Sunday night game is awful. Uh, San Francisco 49ers plus seven at the New York Football Giants. Uh, let's get some quick hitters because this game's going to be awful. James, who you like? I got the Giants. Um, I think Slinky Dog Colin Kaepernick throws, throws a pick and then throw another pick and then another pick. Uh, they're they're going to get behind. They can't use Hyde. I got Landon Collins getting his first career pick in this game. And Giants covering. Giants winning by a bunch. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> Seven points is so much, especially on the Sunday night game. I, God, what a shitty game. <laughs> I guess... I guess it's going to be the Giants minus seven, but no confidence whatsoever in that pick. I like the Niners. Uh, they actually kept Aaron Rodgers in check last week. They held Aaron Rodgers to 17 points um, in perfect conditions. So I think that defense is, I mean, they're not awful, I don't think. Not so awful. Eli will throw a pick or two. 
Giants probably went on late field goal. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., that might be a real thing. Apparently his chippiness has been going on for quite some time, and the refs kind of have an awareness of it now. So I'm not going to say that changes his playing style or anything, but um, something. Hey, nobody want to hear about those damn NFL refs and their shitty ass calls. Uh, it's something to look forward to, or look, look look towards. Is all I'm getting at. I like the points in this one: Niners plus seven Sunday night. All right, so let's close this thing out. Monday night football, as I mentioned earlier, Chargers versus Steelers. Good matchup on paper until Roethlisberger goes down. But Roethlisberger does go down. Now the Steelers are three-point dogs on the road Monday night in San Diego. James, who are you taking? I got the Chargers. I, I just I think it's going to start out being a shootout. But Steelers just can't keep up. You know, I, lo- I love looking back like everybody else, but they can't use um, they can't use Antonio Brown without without Roethlisberger. I got no faith in Vic to give me the Chargers. Sad day, man. Michael Vic was my guy back in the day in art class when I was in 10th grade I think when Vic's heyday was going on 9th grade I drew a picture of Michael Vic like a giant portrait of you know it was awful because I have no artistic ability whatsoever but I think it's still at my house somewhere and it makes me sad move on to your pick yeah what I'm getting at is it makes me sad to see Michael Vic not what he, Michael Vick should be. He's so bad. I'm taking the uh, the Chargers minus three at home all day long in this one. They're probably going to be breaking out the powder blues. They play better than those things. So give me the Chargers minus three. Yeah, those jerseys are really adorable. I agree, man. Um, but there's going to be probably more Steelers fans than Chargers fans at this game. Steelers fans are all over the country. The Chargers are leaving at the end of this year. Our pets' heads are falling off. Steelers are going to cover the three, and I, you know, honestly, it's close to a uh, money line play. They're going to be running uh, Le'Veon Bell all day. I think they've got another week in the offense. You know, we shook off the rust last week, and they still almost won the game. So that that Steelers defense is a hell of a lot better than anybody's giving them credit for. Give me the Steelers plus three. Yeah, I think there's something to be said with the back. They played on Thursday night, so it gives them a little more time to rest. Give Vic a little more time, but. Still going to roll the Chargers. So that does it for our scheduled picks this week, folks. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Had good fun. Uh, you know, we brought you something new, a new wrinkle this week, an actual economist in here giving you some uh, solid analytical plays. You can't get that anywhere else. I'll tell you what. I mean, we'll get my graphs posted. Yeah, we'll get the graphs the up. The graphs will be up tomorrow with the rest of the picks, everybody else. But we got anything to say in closing this afternoon or this evening? No, no, just uh, just don't go with my advice in the uh, Giants 49ers game because I have zero fucking clue on that one. Okay, James, what uh, what are you gonna leave us with this afternoon or this evening? Bob Stoops hates Texas. Bob Stoops does hate Texas, so uh, maybe Nick Saban will get some of that hate in his heart for Auburn one day. So, folks, uh, appreciate everybody tuning in. Again, spread the word. Do whatever. If you got suggestions, ideas, uh, let us know. We, uh, we have good fun doing this, and we're making you money. I hope you're listening to our picks. Um, we're kicking ass. So, let the word out. Let your friends know. Uh, if you got a koozie, hey, share the love. Tell everybody about that awesome koozie you got. So, um, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you back next week. Enjoy it. Peace. Peace.